Hello, it's Santa Claus, and I am delighted to speak with you today. Have you been trying very hard to be good? Do you think you can do an even better job? I am asking you to do all that you can to stay on my nice list, and I know you can do it. Christmas will be here before you know it. Are you as excited as I am? Why, with all the hustle and bustle around here to help get ready for my big ride in a couple of weeks, sometimes I forget to take a few moments to take in some of the special things about the season. Well, things like Christmas lights all around the workshop, the elves and Mrs. Claus singing Christmas carols, the scent of fresh gingerbread baking in the oven, and the warmth that I feel in my heart this time of the year. If I've said it once, I've said it a billion zillion times. Christmas is not about getting presents. Ask some members of your family what they love about Christmas. I think you'll enjoy hearing their answers. It's probably not a surprise to you that I love, love, love Christmas trees. The glistening of the tinsel, the soft glow of the lights, the stars, the angels, and the many, many, many ornaments. Say, have you ever decorated a Christmas tree before? It is such a fun thing to do with family and friends. Speaking of Christmas ornaments, they are such a special part of our Christmas tree. Well, Mrs. Claus and I have many, many ornaments that represent some of the wonderful times and special moments in our lives. Do you have some special ornaments that you've made yourself? Or maybe one that you got on a special trip? Or perhaps one that you received as a gift? Many children have asked me when the first Christmas tree was decorated with ornaments. Well, about 400 years ago, a tree in Strasbourg, well, that's a city in France near Germany, was brought indoors and then decorated with paper roses, wafers, nuts, and sweets. So many people love the beautifully decorated tree and the sweet smell that filled the home. Well, soon other families created their own specially designed tree using more and more creative decorations, well, such as painted eggshells, cookies, and candies. Then, just a few years later, a new item was added, tinsel, which was originally made from pure silver. Speed ahead 200 years, and you'd find many, many families decorating their Christmas trees with fruit. Yes, fruit, especially apples. The fruit symbolized the return of life on their tree. Soon, in addition to fruits and nuts, people began to hang paper streamers, bits of shiny metal foil, and other items. It was also this time in history that the idea of reflecting the light from the room on the tree also took shape. After all, Christmas time is a glorious season for reflection. People also started adding all different types of foods, such as gingerbread, and cookies designed in different shapes, such as stars and angels, to decorate their Christmas trees. Now, long, long, long before any of that, the first Christmas ornament was invented right here in the North Pole. But you know that story, right? You don't? Oh, it is a wonderful story! Well, would you like to hear it? 
There was once a young elf named Pixel. Pixel was an elf who from a very young age always knew that she wanted to do something special in my workshop. She always asked her parents if she could help them with their jobs. But they always told her that she was just too young. Pixel's mother was, and I should add still is, one of the finest jigsaw puzzle creators I have ever seen. Each jigsaw puzzle in my workshop is created by hand, which means that each curve and every straight line of each piece requires a very steady hand holding the scissors. Well, Pixel wanted to help, and she drew a lovely picture and then tried to cut it into puzzle pieces. But her little hand was not steady enough, and her safety scissors were too dull to cut more than two pieces at a time before needing to be replaced. What kind of puzzle only has two pieces, she thought to herself. Her mother saw her unhappy face and said, It's okay, Pixel. You tried your best. Pixel placed the puzzle pieces in her elven suit pocket, embarrassed that somebody might see their crooked lines and their coarse curves. Pixel's father was, and still is, a glass blower. He works on the team that creates special glass, the kind we now use for phones and television screens, although this was long before either of those were invented. Pixel wanted to help and tried blowing and shaping glass into rectangular and square shapes. But her little lungs couldn't provide the necessary air to do so. When the glass cooled, Pixel noticed that her pieces were only little small round shapes that could never be used in Christmas gifts for children. It's okay, her father said, seeing her long face. You tried your best. Pixel nodded as she put the round glass balls in her suit pocket next to the puzzle pieces so that nobody would ever see them. Pixel was sad that she wasn't able to help her parents in my workshop. Then she came up with an idea. She would visit her uncle who helped make wooden dolls that I delivered to children each year. Pixel loved dolls and thought that she would certainly be able to help him create some wonderful ones that she had in her mind. He listened to her ideas, nodded, and with a smile handed her a small piece of wood and some tools and said, Here you go. Pixel cut and sanded and painted the wood, but the doll didn't look quite right to her. So she cut and sanded and painted the wood some more. No, still not exactly what she wanted. So once again, she cut, sanded, and painted the wood into the image she had in her head. Her uncle looked and said that she had done a nice job for a first-timer. But with all the cutting and sanding, the doll was far too small to be given as a present. Perhaps when she was a few years older, she could try again. There's not much I can do with this, her uncle said, handing her back the doll. But you did try your best. Here, you keep it. She frowned and put the doll in her pocket next to the puzzle pieces and the small glass balls. That evening, after dinner, Pixel's family gathered to prepare the Christmas tree. It was a family activity that she had always loved. Her mother dressed the tree with some shimmering tinsel. Her uncle sewed together a long strand of popcorn and wrapped it around the tree. Her father, 
who is one of the taller elves in the North Pole, stood at a footstool and placed a star at the very top of the tree. Pixel wanted to help, but she didn't know what she could do. Her mother, her father, and her uncle stepped back to admire the tree, which was a beautiful green North Pole fir. But to them, something just didn't seem right. The tree felt incomplete, like something was missing. It's just not right, Pixel's uncle said. Perhaps I didn't pop enough popcorn to cover this large of a tree. No, it's my fault, Pixel's mother said. I should have created more tinsel for us to wrap around the tree to help it glow. No, her father said. It's my fault. I should have painted the star a shinier color. Pixel saw that the people she cared about were feeling sad, and she thought about what each one of them had told her when she wasn't able to do something exactly the way she had hoped. You all tried your best, she said, and gave each one of them a big hug. And in doing so, she felt the puzzle pieces, glass ball, and the little wooden doll in her pocket press against her side. All at once, she had an idea. She tied a piece of string with a loop to each one of the little trinkets, and while her parents and uncle were cleaning up the dishes in the kitchen, she placed the two puzzle pieces, the glass balls, and the wooden doll upon the tree. Mommy, Daddy, Uncle, come quick and see, she said with excitement. Each one of them entered the room, and their jaws dropped as they looked upon the tree, now full of beautiful trinkets and glowing as the moonlight reflected upon the glass balls that Pixel had placed onto the tree. Oh my goodness, her mother said. Wow, her father added. Her uncle was speechless until after several seconds he said, Santa, we must go and show Santa and Mrs. Claus. The four of them ran quickly and knocked on my door. I answered, and seeing their faces, wondered what might be the cause of such alarm. Goodness, I said, is everything okay? Better than okay, Pixel's uncle said. Come and see our Christmas tree. Mrs. Claus and I put on our boots, our warm coats, and our hats, and we followed Pixel and her family to their home. When we entered, we were amazed to see the most beautiful Christmas tree we had ever laid our eyes on. The whole room was aglow in its beauty. Oh my, that is quite an amazing Christmas tree. And what are those little trinkets you've placed upon it? Pixel stepped forward, beaming with pride. I wanted to help Santa. I wasn't big enough to make presents for children, but I was able to create these trinkets for our tree. Pixel, I said, you've learned something very important today. While none of us can do everything, especially while we're still little, everyone can contribute in their own special way if they care enough to help. I inspected each of the trinkets with Mrs. Claus. First, the artwork on each of the puzzle pieces. Then, the shiny glowing colored glass balls. And finally, the tiny doll, beautifully painted with incredible detail. Mrs. Claus said, My goodness, Pixel, if this is not the most ornamental of all Christmas trees, your trinkets make it so special, and one that represents your family's unique talents in the workshop. It is truly your family's Christmas tree. Pixel, I said, I'd like to show all the other elves what you've done here. Do you have a name for the trinkets? Well, Pixel hadn't thought of a name. 
Why, just a few minutes earlier, such Christmas tree trinkets hadn't even been invented yet. What should she call them? She thought about what Mrs. Claus had just said to her. I think we should call them ornaments, she said with a smile. Everybody nodded. Ornaments it is, I said. And with her family's permission, I invited all the other elves to come and see the tree and the first ever Christmas ornaments. Pixel's home filled with a chorus of oohs and ahs as each of the elves gazed upon the beauty of Pixel's ornaments. The elves all congratulated Pixel for her invention and asked how they could create ornaments of their own. Well, Pixel said, giving me a wink, I'd be happy to help you create your own. I love that story and wonder if you've ever created an ornament for your family's Christmas tree. And just like Pixel's ornaments, they don't have to be perfect to make your tree special and look festive. And also like Pixel, trying your best and wanting to help are the two most important things. And helping doesn't just mean making ornaments. Why, you can help your family each and every day. In fact, the people on the very top of the nice list are always asking how they can help others. Ask a loved one if there's anything you could do to help out at home. I am sure they will be happy that you ask. And as for me, well, you help brighten my day by writing me letters. And I would like to thank so many of you who have been writing them to me. Well, right here in my hand, I have some letters I just finished reading that were wonderful. So, thank you, Josh, Alex, Hope, Victoria, Evan, Jordan, and Ruby for your letters. And now, it is time for me to go and feed the reindeer. They do like a nice snack of some carrots around this time of the day. They have been getting ready for Christmas. Oh, and I have been too. But I'll be back to speak with you again tomorrow. And until then, do be kind to others. And not because of my list, but because it is the right thing to do. Ho, 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 